everyone, and welcome to episode 251 of the Pixels Inc. podcast. I am your host, Cody Arm. Joining me today is our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there, Cody. How you doing, Brendan? I'm okay. How about yourself? I'm, I'm doing all right. Neat. I'm, I'm weirdly not as sleepy as I normally am when we record this, so that's, that's interesting. We'll see where this goes. Don't we have to announce we're part of a, a podcast network at this point? Uh, actually, that's in the middle of the podcast. Okay. But I can make a quick shout-out to Buns. Thank you, Buns, for putting us on the Buns Network. <laughs> Joining us today, newbie to this. Ooh, rookie, fresh off the press. <laughs> is our writer, Cole Watson. Pleasure to be here. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Uh, after Anime North this weekend, it's, it's nice that the hectic stuff has calmed down <laughs> and just kind of selling into things before E3. So you were cosplaying, correct? I was cosplaying as Wolverine, a custom version of Wolverine Ooh. that I got called out for, actually. Oh. <laughs> One guy approached me and was like, so uh, who are you going as? I'm Wolverine. Well, that's great, but uh, Wolverine doesn't wear armor. Uh, but the, the version I picked, it's the new figure. It, it does wear armor. Wolverine doesn't wear armor. And he <laughs> walked away. And amazing. gave me just a complete look of disgust. It was brilliant. <laughs> Made my convention. Loved it. <laughs> Why did he care so much? I have no idea. But I saw him again. Uh, it was like late at night. And I turned to my right. There he is, still giving me that look of disgust. I love I love what he was doing. It's he, almost he's, like, committed. he's committed. It's almost committed like you're game. supposed to put your own spin on cosplay. Yeah, I love custom works. Like, a lot of people usually buy their stuff, and uh, it's somewhat overdone cosplay, but at the end of the day, as long as you're having fun, right? Yeah. That's that's the main thing. So, um, we're obviously, we're going to jump into news pretty soon, but um, the first bit that I think we should talk about is the PlayStation 3 has officially been discontinued. In Japan. Well, yeah, in Japan, which I mean, that means it's discontinued everywhere. Japan's the center of the gaming universe. You should know this by now. That would explain why Microsoft's failing so much when it has no... Yeah. (laughs) They sell like three consoles a week. Yeah, it's bad. Um, So I wanted to take a little bit of a second to kind of discuss our our favorite memories with with the PS3. Because it was around for, you know, it was like the main console from Sony for, what, six years? Yeah. And and that's that's a long time. Started off rough and got better with age. Oh yeah, like a nice like a nice wine. Yeah, a very fine wine <laughs> in that regard. Line. Yeah, um, I actually didn't have the PS3 at launch. I actually got it well into its life cycle. Same. I was a bit of an Xbox fanboy for the longest time. Same. And after my, I want to say sixth red ring, I was like, you know what? Mm. I think this isn't worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so I I went out and I actually didn't go out. I got it for Christmas. I got a PS3 with Mag and Infamous 2. Ooh, Mag. Mag was not fun, but Infamous <laughs> 2 was. Mag had some interesting ideas. It did. It was at that time where Sony was just trying to, just throwing everything mm. out there and seeing if anything could stick. Yeah, it wasn't great. But Infamous 2 was so good. <laughs> Infamous 2 was a solid title. Yeah. And I was preferred the first, but the second was okay. I was I was a little more into the second one. 
Was that what your first one you've ever played? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. They're basically the same game, just different setting. Yeah. yeah. I, I just enjoyed the uh, the plot and the... I like the weird time travel plot of the first one, where you yeah. become so powerful, you go back in time and start a cult just to give yourself powers. Yeah, and then like you realize that All those the villain... <laughs> that yeah. for like a 10-year-old game now. Exactly. Yeah. But I... Uh, yeah, I think that was a... That was a really good way to introduce myself to the PS3. And, and yeah. after that, like... The Uncharted series. I remember going out and picking that up, and I got the double pack, so it came with Uncharted one and two. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. a good one. Um, beat the first one in like a week. The first one's like three hours long. Yeah, it's I know. really short. Yeah, yeah. Uh, instantly popped in number two, beat that one in a week, and then I was like, well, and just got up and went to Walmart, picked up number three, <laughs> and played that. Three was the longer. Was three the longest or was two the longest? I feel like two was the longest, but three feels like a drag. Yeah. There's literally a part where you're walking through the desert. Yeah. <laughs> well, the second one has a part where you're walking through like a snow area as you're bleeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're both kind of... Number bad. two had probably one of the most intense uh, openings. actions. Yeah, openings ever. Just, that was fantastic. And it wasn't... I, I felt like those sequences weren't ever topped until the fourth yeah. like in any game. Just that... that clock tower one and number four. Mm. Oh man but yeah and then it was also home to a lot of like s- not smaller games but uh you know more unique titles like 3d dot game heroes is one of my favorite games in last generation too yeah that was like their answer to zelda um, journey for me journey yeah that was great too ps3 was a pretty fantastic title dude do you have any fun memories title console <laughs> uh, well, i'm gonna go with um the Motorstrom games. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I remember demoing those in like Sony stores back then. Those were really neat. They had a really good feel to them. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't. The was it the Motorstrom Apocalypse. That was dumb. Yeah. When they just went too far. Well, it, they try to make it some post-apocalyptic game, but you're racing because you're extreme and you're so you're racing through like volcanoes and collapsing cities. I'm like. I'm like, you might be extreme, but the world's collapsing. Maybe maybe don't waste all the fuel on <laughs> stupid races. <laughs> I feel we could be doing better things with yeah. fuel than being extreme when the world's ending. <laughs> but, you know, that's cool, I guess. Let's race on this cliff that's being destroyed. <laughs> that's, that's, but it was all like motion comics, that, how the story was described. Oh, yeah, was, that's right. It was not good. Oh, that's rough. Was, the original Moses was really solid, though. They had yeah. a lot of really interesting elements. I really love the visuals of the time were amazing. It's hard to imagine the PS3 had so little power. But the no. the cell processor, Brendan, five hundred <laughs> megs of RAM. Think about that in today's terms. Yeah, at the time yeah. that was nope. Even at the time, really? that was considered nothing. Did anyone ever say that they mastered the cell processor, no. or that we never got its full potential? I, feel I like think Naughty Guard said. said they mastered it. Yeah. With uh, Uncharted 3, I think they said they mastered it. They would be the ones. Um, but this, the, because it had so little RAM, that's why you could only run one thing at a time and you could never yeah. have outside chat because it physically couldn't handle it. You know, I think another thing we need to talk about when it comes to the PS3 is uh, Blu-rays in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. I guess that is the kind of the like the gateway drug to Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah that, just that like was, PlayStation 2 was for DVDs. Yeah. yeah. For me, that was my first Blu-ray player. Um, I was kind of amazed when um, the Xbox One had a Blu-ray player in it. 
Yeah. I'm like, oh, they did that. Okay. <laughs> I thought they'd just come up with another stupid format that would die. <laughs> just so it's another HD DVD. <laughs> it's not dead. Scorpio to have HDR DVD. <laughs> um, 4K DVD. <laughs> the PlayStation 3, despite its rocky road, had a very unique console where it first launched. It was basically a computer you could load Linux on it. Then they're like, wait, people can hack this now. Oh yeah. I remember the gifts of people cooking steaks on it. Yeah. <laughs> or do you ever see the server rooms that the government made of yeah. just like BS3s next to each other, just like all with weird network cables connecting to each other? Ugh. Yeah. I mean, the, for code it's, yeah. its start was very rocky, yeah. to say the least. But um, I mean, it had Metal Gear Solid to launch. That was. Nope. No. That was a year after launch. Oh, okay. Well, then didn't have that then. <laughs> it had Heavenly Sword at launch? Yeah, Heavenly Sword. It was two years after launch that Metal Gear launched, right? Yeah, one yeah. or two. You know I feel like it was one year. No, it was quite a while. Okay, one second. Let's take a look. Keep talking. I'm yeah. looking things up. I, I liked um, Metal Gear. That's a sol- I forgot about that title, but that one was solid. Mm-hmm. I really <laughs> wish... That Metal Gear was solid. No, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Five was a really good game. It was nonsense, Beginning to end, that game was just complete insanity. Yeah. But I really enjoyed how it all played out. And it was a good end to the story. I'm like, yeah, that ends there. I'm good with that. They don't yeah. need to ever make another one of these games. As a person who started with three... Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So I was going with Big Boss, and then mm-hmm. I went to four. That was one of the first games I ever got for my PlayStation 3. Okay. I was immediately confused. And understandably so, because <laughs> it's connecting three different titles and... Just three different ideas, essentially, into mm. this pinnacle chapter that they want to express. But still, I, I enjoyed like every moment of it. Four is still like one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, five a bit lower, a bit lower down, just because of the mess it is. I but mean, five is interesting. I just wish that it had. It felt like I was missing a giant chunk of the story. That's that's so my problem with it. It launched in July two thousand and eight. Yeah. But. Like the PS3 launched in 2006, but it was the end of 2006. I'm still saying that's so. Two we're years. all mean... we're all right in a way. No, no, it was two years after launch. Man, I, eh, I don't think so. <laughs> but I mean, sure, math says so. Well, I mean, if we're gonna go into months about it, I, it's it's not two years. Are we gonna go into hours? <laughs> maybe, maybe we will. It's at least um, uh, that'd be like seven fiscal quarters. Um. Around there, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost a full year, almost eh. a full fiscal year. Yeah, eh. I'm gonna disagree. <laughs> I'm gonna politely disagree with you. Okay. It, it was a little while after launch because I know people were re- yeah. expecting it for launch, and they're like, "Nope, maybe next year." Yeah, I remember. I remember that being a big sticking point for a lot of my early adopter friends yeah who paid a stupid amount of money for a console with like no games uh to be fair most consoles launch with very few games and the sony yeah but very few consoles launched that price i know i'm gonna throw it out there the switch and the ps3 launched with almost the same amount of games um no yeah i actually i actually compared the two because i was curious at the time Um, really even after third parties or are you just talking exclusives here? I'm talking for uh, third parties as well. Because we had okay. quite a few third parties when it first launched. They did all the uh, stuff that was coming on Xbox. They're like, and it kind of is a bad port now for PS3 as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because had a lot of... There, was Warhawk? 
originally at launch? No. No, that was a little, way, a little while later. Uh, what, I, what was the, the launch library? It was a lot of sports games. I think it's FIFA and all those sort of things. Yeah. It is some weird cross-gen things with PS2 slash PS3 ports. And then... Motorstorm. Motorstorm. Heavenly Uncharted. Sword. No, Uncharted wasn't at launch, was it? It was a launch window. Yeah, true. If you're counting launch window. I mean, the Switch launched with three games at launch if you want to go that route. Yeah, exactly. But launch window. I think it was launch window, Heavenly Sword, Lair. Oh, Lair. Yeah, that was bad. Um, what else was at launch? I think we're covering basically all the bases. And then you had, like, FIFA... Yeah, NHL. you had your mainstays. Yeah. Code looking it up? Yeah. Okay. Like maybe Call of Duty 3 at most. It must. Oh, you know something? I'm going to. Let's, let's see. <laughs> we're, we're all really curious about this. Captivating radio. Just. Yeah. Captivating. Um, okay, every Switch launch game confirmed. Okay. So PS3 launched with. Blazing Angels, Squadron of World War II, Call of Duty 3, Genji, Days of the Blade, Madden, oh, yeah. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Mobile Suit Gundam Crossfire, NBA 2K7, NHL 2K7, Resistance Fall of Man, Ridge Racer 7, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 08, to- Tony Hawk Project 8. That was the oh. launch. That was the first, like, when the system launched. That's what it came with. Oh, so many of those games are hot mess. I know. Are you considering like months after or just the this, launch? This is just the launch. This is what launched with the PS3. Oh, okay, because I'm looking at launch window for the Switch. And I feel like these numbers are wrong. <laughs> Whoa, how much games does it say? Multi-platform, 182. That doesn't sound right at all. Uh, exclusive. Oh, that's including nine. all the Neo Geo games. I think there's like 20 oh, of them. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo exclusive, 9. Exclusive, 25. I believe that. I believe that, yeah. Oh. Is that all regions? Um, I'm guessing so. This is Wikipedia. It's not being yeah. super. Um, and so then exclusively, exclusivity unknown is nine. So currently there are 225 games on this I list. really feel a lot of those are like Neo Geo ports. Yeah. I really um, do. Some King of Fighters, some Garo. Um, oh, some of them aren't out yet. I don't think. <laughs> what is... This isn't... Okay, let's see here. Yeah, because it's... Uh, oh, Fight Night. Fear. Oh, Fight Night was so fun. Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Oh, which round Fight is Night. that? Three? Round two would have been the launch one. Uh, round three. Round three was launch? Yep. Yeah, two, I believe, was exclusive to Xbox. Yep. That couldn't have been a launch then. It was a year after. It was a year after launch? Yeah. No, no. No, no. Oh, okay. Xbox. Year after it came out? Yeah, no, no. Xbox came out earlier than yeah, PlayStation like almost 3. a year, maybe a little. Yeah, longer. yeah, I know that, but they were—I didn't know they released it so quickly. No, they were released really quickly. They, people were upset by that, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls, Fear, Full Auto Two. This is the actual full launch window. Yeah. Untold Legends, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas, uh, Tiger Woods PGA Tour, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sega, Find the oh, whatever. Uh, that someone just definitely copied that in and just put in Find the Best Price. <laughs> <laughs> Ridge Racer 7, Neva Speed Carbon. Wow, I didn't realize how close Fight Night Round 3 released after Round 2. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the, the, the full auto. The, 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 yeah, uh, the, 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 yeah that's, that's the full launch window. Huh. Understandably 15, 15 to 20 games or so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you also have to look at like, the quality of the games, too. Well, those are, I, I'm not counting any indie games because that time period they didn't have Yeah, yeah, games. no, I'm just saying that like a lot of those games, those aren't 
you're gonna rush out to your store to pick up uh, a fear PS3 was good. To... Fear was solid. Yeah. Elder Scrolls was solid. But again, Full Auto Fear, was fun, not good though. Fear Marvel was, Ultimate Alliance was solid. A lot of those yeah. games that you're listing were also available on the 360, which were was available a year earlier too. But so. they weren't on the 360. I mean, they didn't launch. My point is, they didn't launch just a year later on the 360. No, they no, just no. basically said, and the both systems out now. We're just going to release for both systems. What I'm saying yeah. is, those aren't games that you're going to run out and buy a PS3 for. Uh, Resistance was a solid game. Resistance um, was okay. We, yeah. No, Resistance. The original Resistance was awesome. That's good. Uh, Elder Scrolls is good. Blazing Angels was... It wasn't the worst game ever. It's just like you didn't want it. You got it. I think I have a copy of it. Yeah. <laughs> all those games you got gone. Like, oh. And Motorstorm was another game that I think came out at launch window, but not launch. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it had a solid library. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> I mean, at least five of those games I could play for a while. Yeah. Resistance was a good 10, 15-hour game. It was pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, Motorstorm was a game I really enjoyed, and I played literally till like, two years ago. And then I got bored and stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the other ones? Fear, I played it on PC, so I didn't care. Yeah. That's Project not, uh, 8, who cares? I mean, the sports games, we not not care about them, but people did. Yeah. And Need for Speed Carbon was, a, that was actually a good version of Need for Speed Carbon. But again... Like if yeah, and like if Rainbow Ra- Vegas was a solid title. Yeah, if you're comparing it just as like, well, you know, if I picked up a PS3 that day, then yeah. But if you are deciding between, if you were deciding between the Xbox 360 and the PS3 at that point, but I, my, my my point was simply the fact that the PS3 compared to the Switch lineup, PS3's lineup wasn't actually that bad. Eh, at least the Switch has, like I said, like more exclusive content. Mm. There's like three good games that are exclusive. Uh, they launched with Zelda. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yes, that is a good one. Have Arms that's out now. No, it's not out yet. Well, it's coming out yeah. like now. It's like next week. <laughs> At least next yeah. Week. Um, you're getting. Well, no, it's, no, it's a, two, a few weeks from now, isn't it? Next week's review embargo. All within the first yeah. year, you're getting um, a new Zelda. Yeah. Uh, a new IP from Nintendo, which you can. You can debate about the quality of it, but that's exciting. It's a new IP from Nintendo. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Mario. Yeah, that, that's... Um, we don't know what it plays and like. And Splatoon. Yeah. So, like, those are four, like, solid exclusives. It's it's the... Yeah, you can, like, throw out a bunch of games and be like, well, you know, the PlayStation 3 had FIFA and, <laughs> and NHL. But, like, at, the, at that point in time... It had Tiger Woods, everyone. Yeah. But, but at that fair, point in time, when you look at it... But you have to remember one major thing... That's what people were buying systems for at that time period was FIFA, NHL, NBA, yeah. and Tiger Woods. No, those, totally. those were pushing the graphics. They were, totally. But the other you games could also kind of... get uh, – I'm saying if you compare it to what was out at the time, you had the 360 or the PS3. I mean, no, the PS3 There's is... a reason why the 360 completely outsold oh, the PS- it. Oh, the PS3 just... did not have a great – it did not have a great exclusive launch lineup until yeah. a way later. Because yeah. you had Uncharted mm. that launched, I think, a year after launch. Was it a few – six months after launch? And even then, Somewhere like, Uncharted there, yeah. was a great game, but – It wasn't until the second we actually made it good. The no- number yeah. two was what made it really stand out. It was um, fine. You killed a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't seem to care about it. That's the one thing that, like – Okay, I get, I, I've said this on the podcast before, and if you read the review, I gave Uncharted 4 a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I thought it was a fantastic game, but there's always that one part that really makes it hard for me to justify it a perfect 10. I do it because it's a fantastic game, but there's that, like, one scene where, like, his brother was going to, like... Spoilers, 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 spoilers. His brother was going to, like, 
where someone was going to shoot the main antagonist. Yeah. And Nathan Drake's like, no, don't do that. Like, we're better than that. And then proceeds to, like, it sets off a chain of events where he murders at least 50 people. At least. <laughs> but he didn't want to kill that one guy. Yeah. Because that would have pushed it over the edge. Yeah, because oh, he has a name been. that I know. <laughs> like, if your name was your target. <laughs> like, it was so weird to me. And I was like, the, the end of the first game, I believe it was the first, it might be the second one. I think it was the first one. You literally, there's a guy standing in the middle of a boat and you shoot him. Like, <laughs> I mean, he has no problem with murdering people, but this one time, it was really there's, there's hard. A, there's a lot of narrative distance in the Uncharted series. I guess because there was like the connection with his childhood-ish, but the, sure. that all goes out the window when he sends an army after you. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think the PS3 was, it was a good system. And it was I, a fantastic system. I, I don't think the library was all that great. I don't think the 360 library was all that great for a while. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, I don't think the Switch library is that great either. Uh, it with PlayStation few... 3, it was a lot of experiments. Yeah. It yeah. took with... a while to get it get its own. The Switch right now, my problem with it is there's a lot of shovelware, and Nintendo is not stopping the shovelware. Yeah, they kind of just want to generate some more traffic. They also want to make sure that that store doesn't look like there's five titles. Yeah. Exactly. PS4 <laughs> has a lot of shovelware, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. That's a thing with popular consoles is, like, Every company's gonna try to put but stuff on. I can put out there. At least the PS4 doesn't have room in the night sky. That's true. <laughs> that but is the room Nintendo, in the night sky. That is, is a Nintendo seal of quality. Yeah, but room in the night sky at least has that like charming like oh my god this is so bad. Yeah, but I don't want to pay for that. <laughs> Whereas no. PSN has Life of Black Tiger. I heard that's really bad. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Yeah, at least Nintendo's not advertising room <laughs> in the night sky. So he put that on their YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Please god. Please be excited for Life of Black Tiger. <laughs> I want to play this game so much. Who bad. says the PlayStation 4 is running out of games? <laughs> but yeah. Thank you for all the memories, PlayStation 3. It was bad at first, and yeah. then it turned out to be pretty good. We joined but... you when you were good. Yeah. <laughs> Fair, it wasn't bad at first, it just had a slow launch. Like, it had a few good games, but then everyone was like, well, is this game going to be better? Nope, it's not great on the PS3. Well, that was the other thing, too. The, yeah. A lot of the ports were... Ugh. Well, they the were just, Bayonetta port on the PS3 was yikes. Yeah, they had, Almost unplayable. Yeah. yeah. They had yeah. a lot of problems because people couldn't program for the cell, and Unreal run really bad in the cell. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, if it's an Unreal game, it's going to look weird. Mm-hmm. Then, at one point, Unreal got better on the cell because it also had an NVIDIA card in it, and mm. PhysX worked via Unreal. So if you had a... A game releasing on the PS4, it had physics. <laughs> or PS3, it had physics. <laughs> yeah, just because it happened to have an Nvidia card in it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, it was it was a weird thing. Oh well. And it was weirdly clunky. It was a mm. big. It I was mean, that was a gigantic console. It's PS, not a the Xbox PS3 one. Slim was nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's one I got the like matte black yeah. one. Yeah, that was a really nice one. Nice. I had the fat one originally, and I then it died the after one. three months. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Did you cook an egg inside it? <laughs> no. Uh, mine was a used one oh, okay. that I got from a guy off work. Yeah, they they weirdly had the yellow... You had the le- yellow light of death? Yep, yeah. yellow light of death. So it just, like, separated itself, from the, the, separated itself from the board. There were a lot of DIY stuff that you could do to the PlayStation 3 to ensure that doesn't happen, or that oh, really? you could correct it yourself. Oh, really? Yeah. Like what? Uh, it was just like going in and like soldering a couple things, just a little extra. Uh, obviously, it's voiding your warranty, mm. but uh, if it's already voided, like mine was, it, you yeah. give it a shot. 
And what did you do? Just like solder little points and just made it so it wouldn't separate again? Or? Yeah, it it still happened eventually. Oh. And then I'm like, screw it. I'll just get the I'll get the slim next. Slim Christmas. was a nice system. I still I think I still have a backwards compatible PS3. Yeah, that's the, the fact. sixty gig. The one thing I will say about Sony too. I, I do. I I have a PS4. I have a PS3. I have a PS2, mm. and I have two PS ones. Um, oh, good for you! Yeah, You're special. <laughs> and and a PSP and a Vita soon. But do you have um, a PSP Go? No. <laughs> weird. Because I don't throw get. my money away. Yeah, on they things. are. <laughs> I mean, well, I own a Saturn, so maybe I do. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the thing with Sony, it took them three console generations to make a controller that was actually made for human hands. Yeah, it, it yeah, wasn't until the PS4 that it was to like. To be honest, okay, I, I still don't really love the PS4 controller. The Xbox One controller is a nicer controller. Really? I like yeah. the PS4 okay. controller over the Xbox One. The thumbsticks melt, and it's weird. Oh, okay, well, there's that. Yeah, that's I, I use Control problem. Freak, so I don't have that issue. Uh, <laughs> and that's <laughs> weird because no, I really melt. liked the 360 yeah. controller. The 360 controller. The 360 was controller was good, and the Xbox One, one of controller the epitomes is. Of I like the way the Xbox One controller has the um, force feedback triggers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's nice. I mean, I wouldn't. We also have like 13 in this office. It's, yep. it's a stupid amount of Xbox One. Brennan's yeah. giving me controllers. <laughs> take this. You, don't, you might need this one to take home with you. Yeah. yeah, just because of the ease of use, like for PC, if I'm ever using a controller, which is very rare, but still it happens from time to time, like with Dark Souls and yeah, stuff, yeah. and that's why that's I'm using is the Xbox One, just because it's easy to connect. Yeah, yeah. you just plug it in and it works. Exactly. PS4 does work, but there might be some work involved. I like the Pro Controller for the Switch as well, but that's really yeah. expensive. You know what I really like? The yeah. Xbox, we are way off topic, but the yeah. Xbox Elite. One. Elite controller. Oh yeah, that oh, one's yeah, nice yeah. too. That is just metal thumbsticks are just oh, unnecessary. <laughs> <metal>. <laughs> but yeah. just all of the modular parts that come with yeah. it, like you can customize it to make it feel how you exactly. want. Yeah. I like the uh, you make it so you have less trigger depth, so you can kind of yeah. shooting games, you can kind of really kind of tap that controller when you play that Halo. I don't, I don't play Halo. That, that MLG Halo. Halo. No, what I do <laughs> is I make it so it has buttons underneath that you can program, mm-hmm. and I make that the push in the. Uh, thumbstick yeah. for running so I just make it so I hold down the bottom trigger I'm like that's easier because <laughs> <laughs> I hate pushing that stick like Mirror's Edge when you had to push that stick in all the time and you just like your finger just digs into the grooves you're like oh yeah. this, is, this is not fun eventually you're leaving like big just blemishes on those pads yeah oh, it's, it's, it's not fun now but anyway let's move over to the news I'm sure we have more news after 20 some minutes of talking about the PS3. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, Phil's not here, so we need to kill some time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, one story is that the FF7 remake has come in house. How far along were they? They never said. They just said that we're bringing it in house. CyberConnect okay. 2 is no longer on the project. And CyberConnect 2, what they were known for is the Dot Hack games and Naruto. And the Naruto fighting games. Uh, specifically the Ultimate Ninja ones. So not Ninja Storm? Not Ninja Storm. Not Ninja just Storm. Ultimate Ninja. So the PS2 ones. They're, really? Yeah, they're huh. a really big PS2 Weird. developer. Well, I mean, it's I never... I should have done the research on it, but I just always thought that they were doing it internally. Yeah, so exactly. It was more news to me that it wasn't being done internally than anything else but i mean that game's been delayed so many times i'm not surprised that they're just like you know what let's just take it home and do yeah. it ourselves well they also did jojo's bizarre adventure eyes of heaven okay new to ship it in Ult- no ultimate ninja storm they did ultimate oh yeah Ninja Storm 4 ultimate ninja storm trilogy project venom 
Final Fantasy Remake, uh, Final Fantasy VII G-Bike, New Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Revolution. They kicked him off because of G-Bike. <laughs> like, nope, that was bad, nope. Uh, then Asura's Wrath. Ah. Oh, Asura's Wrath, that's an interesting one. Yeah, so they, they do some interesting stuff. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they were a fine, they're a fine developer. I have nothing wrong with what the stuff they do. I mean, they yeah. do very competent what they do. Yeah, they were always a co-developer yeah. with it, so they were probably just helping out with action, smoothing out uh, they're very animations. Good, they're very good at doing like cinematic-type animations. And stuff yeah. Like, like they make games that look like anime. Exactly. Yeah. Better than anime. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird how well they look. Yeah. Like, it looked almost like you were playing a live action of that anime. Like, yeah. I wouldn't waste 30 minutes on a Naruto episode. I would just play Ultimate yeah, Ninja Storm exactly. and just go past the filler. I, I'm interested to see what they bring you that internally means. I'm guessing yeah. they, they were not happy with the speed of development or they're not happy with how it looks. One of those two. Or just saving money. Cutting yeah. costs. Bring it internally is cheaper. Yeah. Unless the true. studio was working for pennies, which I doubt they were. CyberConnect 2 is kind of a big developer. Yeah. Oh, there's always outside development on any game. Oh, there always is. LOAs. You need it because unless you have like Assassin's Creed, t- where you have like uh, five studios working on one game, yeah. You, yeah, one studio just physically don't have space it's, to make that big a game. They don't have enough time. Yeah, and then ten more on quality assurance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, you need that. I, I'm, 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 this doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, but it does mean it's probably a ways away from releasing. I'm interested to see how this game's going to play with their new combat system. Sure. It's going to be an action game that ha- takes place in the Final Fantasy VII universe, and it looks like Advent Children, so sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm okay with I just sure. hope it doesn't play exactly like 15. I'm hoping for a little bit more yeah. impact in the fighting. Mm. That's that's my big I mean, complaint it's, it's with really that. It's really hard to say. I really, ones, so. I, I would rather turn based, if we're being completely honest. I'd yeah. be okay with it. I'm, I'm not, yeah. I know I did that, like, thing with Jordan, the uh, sound off, where I defended it. Mm-hmm. I defended it because I don't think it's going to kill the game. But oh, would I, I rather turn base? Of course. I mean, I mean, I'm honestly indifferent. Oh, give it the bravely. Uh, oh, uh, bravely default. Yeah, stuff. Okay. give it, give it that fighting mechanic. Oh, that'd oh, be, that'd be awesome. Battle system. That was the word I was looking for, and I kept stuttering. <laughs> I don't know why I forgot the word battle system, but I did. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, another one would be the Hitman rights may be included in the IO sale. This is really interesting because a lot of people were super concerned about the Square Enix going to make Hitman or like what's going to happen with that. Um, We theorized that part of the reason why that we can't confirm this because there obviously Square Enix isn't going to talk to us about it. Um, But we did theorize that maybe part of the reason why they thought they felt like IO could, they could let go of IO was that, Hitman doesn't really line up with a lot of what they offer. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have an action shooter with um, uh, Tomb Raider. Raider. Uh, But for the most part, most of their offerings are like T-rated, super Japanese kind (laughs) of. Yeah. Um, So it was weird to see that they were going to like... It was weird. Hitman just like kind of stood out. Yeah. Um, Because no one really expected it as like a game of the year contender until everyone got their hands on it around like episode two, episode Mm -hmm. three. It's. Uh, I mean, I hope uh, whoever picks up IO does take the rights for Hitman, because yeah. that's at this point I feel like Hitman's one of those franchises that I wouldn't say revered. It's not revered, but it's. Uh, it is a staple of the the video game industry, 
and it's a community hit for sure because yeah. everyone just talks about how did I kill that target yeah. Yeah. and tells their just expansive story of oh I wore the chicken suit and I dumped a bucket of paint on this guy and yeah. then I just mm-hmm. used a golf club to whack this guy over the head I, I'm I'm really kind of sad they didn't continue with this direction I think this version of Hitman was the most faithful to the original concept that I've seen since it still could happen. Like they they could still oh, go yeah. on with that. They, kind could, of. they totally could. I just I'm sad to see it didn't sell well enough to have Square Enix be on board with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it might have. We don't know how well it sold. It might have sold well enough for most developers, but Square Enix was looking for 10 million sales, or it might have sold under a million copies, and it just had the hype of the internet to kind of make it seem like it had a lot of sales. Yeah, and we don't know. Do you think Episodic helped or hurt? I think it hurt. I also. I think it hurt. hurt sales. Helped quality. I no. I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. I think it hurt sales, and but it made it so people kept talking about it for a longer time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they first came out, people were like, "Oh, who cares?" But it was the fact that it kept every few months people would be talking about this game. It kind of kept that in the public consciousness. Yeah. If it just released one fifty dollar, sixty dollar game, it would have had the same. Hitman's directory for the first like month people talked about it and then it fades away. That's not just Hitman, that's any big time. I know, but this one, for the entire year, people talked about it and were excited for everything yeah. new. So, I mean, it might have helped sales. It might have actually helped sales being episodic, but not enough to get beyond that hump of being a Hitman game. Yeah. It's also weird because uh, we, working in the industry, kind of live in an echo chamber where we like hear about, you know, everyone's talking about Hitman all the yeah. time because... Yeah. That's everyone we know mm. works in the industry. Yeah, talks about it. Uh, yeah, and talk about Hitman because it's a well-made game. But uh, outside of that, I can't tell you what like the regular no population would say. I, I, I don't know, but uh, I do hope that whoever picks it up can uh, carry on with the publishing rights. Yeah, um, it would it would suck to see Hitman go like that. Um, ah, Hitman. Go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thing is. I think Hitman is going to continue. Yeah. I think Square Enix was hoping Hitman would be a bigger IP in general with the movies and all this other kind of a franchise thing. Yeah. If they actually made a good movie, that would be But it's yeah, a nameless, a nameless, mind, uh, nameless, cold-blooded killer cannot be a hero yeah. ever. And he's, it's an assassin simulator. That's what it always will be. You try to do anything else, it won't make any sense. It doesn't necessarily mean, like the protagonist doesn't necessarily have to be a hero. No, he doesn't. But people like following heroes. Yeah, but I think they also like power fantasies. And that would definitely fall under a power fantasy. Yeah, I guess you're right. It, 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 he is an I don't even know if he's an anti-hero. He's, he's not a hero at all. He just he kills people. That's he's, all he does. It's, yeah. it's, it's literally a power fantasy. Are you angry? Here, instead of <laughs> actually kill hurting someone. people, imagine that person is that guy that honked at you on the highway today. Now, find a way to assassinate him without anyone seeing Yeah. <laughs> Plot out his death now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's, it's it's basically a clockwork simulator. Like yeah, it, it's you're killing people is the goal of the game, but it's basically figuring out what the mechanics of the world are and exploiting. Them. Yeah, that's what the game yeah. is, as well as just the scripts of yeah. where is everyone going to be at exactly. this specific time. And if you can figure that out, it, it's really powerful to what you can do in the world. But yeah, it's not a very it's it's an interesting formula that I'm I'm amazed at as well as it did. But the fact that it didn't blow doors off people's minds that's not a saying but now it is um, <laughs> gonna blow the door off your mind man <laughs> um, it doesn't surprise me it doesn't surprise me one bit because it is such a niche concept yeah but 
Yeah, it'll be. It'll I'm be hopefully. To see. I'm hoping IO Interactive continues. They keep the IP. Someone buys them. Sony. Yeah, <laughs> Sony. I was in my head. I was thinking Sega actually. Ah, it's it's maybe. It seems way out of their wheelhouse. Ah, ish. I could see Sony buying them just to be like, yeah, it's ours now. Yeah. I could see that too. A, a Hitman, like an, another exclusive for Sony, would be great. Uh, Microsoft needs something. <laughs> I could see that, but, but Microsoft don't cancel buy. it. Sony has <laughs> the Sony has the coffers right now in the PlayStation brand to be like Square. You know, we we can make some, we can make a deal here. Just give throw throw in the throw in the IOIP. We, we got this. Yeah. yeah, I can see that too. There's there's a there's a few publishers that like in my head I could see taking them on. Um, I would love to see, like, it w- this isn't this wouldn't happen. This is just like speculation or whatever, just off of mm-hmm. like what would fit with them, like Rockstar, no. for instance. No, um, I'm just saying I would like to see what they could do with it. Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, the only ones that make sense are the big people because the only ones can afford in the, today's gaming age. It, Tell me, need, Rockstar can't afford it. Take Two doesn't want it. Yeah, I'm I mean, just saying Rockstar that doesn't be... really buy studios. Take Two buys the studios and calls them Rockstar. Yeah, I just don't see them doing it. I can see Sony. I could even see Microsoft if you really wanted to kind of do a stretch. I I wasn't thinking realistically. I'm saying what I'd like to see. Oh, those yeah, are two. Sure. That's why I said Sega or or Rockstar. I mean, Sega I mean, has the money. I Sega, guess? I think Sega has the money, and mm. they, if anything, the purchase of Atlas really. Help them. Uh, showed what they can do if they have some yeah. good teams under their wings. I I, do, I think Sega's more interested to kind of hire people out to do things than they are actually buy a studio. What about EA? Uh, EA's not acquiring anything. They just they'll make a clone and say it's that. Yeah, true. It'll be called Hot Man, <laughs> <laughs> Assassin Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at he him. Plays he a hairy. <laughs> Hawaiian shirt no, wearing no. man. <laughs> Let's make him have a beard and like a man bun. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah. And then he has a QR code on yeah. the back. That's what EA would do. They, uh, they're not going to buy IO. To be honest, I'm surprised Square bought IO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they, b- they bought it with the uh, sale of IDOS and they're kind of like, hey, you're getting this too. Okay. We're making Hitman games, I guess. So, sure. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I, I do think Sony would probably be the most logical. Sony has the money. They need the exclusive because they need to keep that coming. And the Square, the, uh, the uh, PS4 is selling gangbusters still, and no one really knows why. So yeah, I'm trying to think <laughs> of the last like PS4 exclusive. Uh, Off the top, Farpoint. Yeah, that's true. Farpoint. I mean, no one owns a PS. Uh, no one owns a PS VR. But yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so the last like non VR exclusive. I wonder like, how I that's can't. selling. Horizon, was, wouldn't it? Yeah, Horizon. Yeah, Horizon. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's been a while. Yeah. That's a long yeah. time that's between been February. Exclusives. Yeah, it's yeah. A while. Yeah, we're in May now. June. We're in June yeah, now. In oh May. my god. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's a long time between. They need something. <laughs> Well, maybe Days Gone is going to be that, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, there's also just enough people have the PS4 now that you can sit back and let the third parties kind of do their thing yeah. for a bit. Yeah. And I'm sure that that probably has something to do with it. You don't want to step on your client's toes, as it were. Yeah. So anyway, lately, they, they don't like to fight in the holiday season. They, they like to dominate just spring. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense. That's them. Yeah. But either way, um, yeah, it's sad. Hopefully they find a buyer and they don't get closed. Yeah, they've already started some layoffs. So yeah, quite a bit of them. So. Yeah, so 
We'll see. All the best to those who've lost their job. Yeah. Any other news stories to wrap up? Then we'll go to even play. Uh, maybe an interesting one is Tokyo RPG Factory. Square Enix announced Lost Sphere. Oh, excited about this! I still have not played I Am Setsuna, but uh, I will get it for I'm Switch. I Am Setsuna is fantastic. Um, one of my fa- it made my top ten last year of uh, yeah. uh, games of the year. Um, Tokyo RPG Factory does one thing really well. RPGs, <laughs> uh, classic style RPGs. Yeah. Um, so if you're a fan of you know those old school like Chrono Trigger, yeah, um, yeah. right up that my kind alley. of stuff. Yeah, that is that's what they do. Um, it's refreshing to see a narrative that's you know taking on like actual like emotions and mm-hmm. um, it's it's a really deep story that you don't normally get in the game industry anymore uh yeah. so it was refreshing on that front um and it's not just the story it's how everything kind of works together to make you feel this feeling this is mm-hmm. um is the feeling that they're trying to convey yeah. which is like a weird melancholy bliss mixture sacrifice of, sacrificial bliss basically you know you're yeah, sacrificing something but you know it's better for everyone else it's it's like a game. nostalgic no not nostalgic there's a, the at the Ah, there's a way to like describe it. It's it's like a melancholy. Um, it's okay. It, the concept that by you sacrificing yourself, you're helping everyone else, and that brings you bliss or brings you a kind of peace. I don't yeah. think sacrifice has anything to do with it. It does. Um, it does it's in some, the story. Some form of sacrifice is usually involved with Sitsunai. Uh, I don't think so. Look it up. I'm, I'm looking up. Right I mean, now. this is looking up things. The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's our episode name. Why don't we go to break and you? We can come back and you can. Okay. Check into that. Man, I wish I could get new comics every month, but I'm broke and oddly always $5 short. Lame. Wait, five bucks short, you say? Well, I've got something special for you. What the hell was that? It's me, the discount ghost of Coupons Past. Are you scared? What the f- Use the code CGMEG in all caps, all one word, to get $5 off your next comic bento subscription. So wait, if I use the code CGMEG, all in caps, all one word, I get $5 off my next comic bento? Yes, use the code CGMEG in all caps, all one word, and get $5 off your next comic bento. A whole $5, eh? Now that's scary. So Setsuna is a melancholy bliss brought on by you kind of sacrificing or doing something that will probably hurt you in the end and benefit others. Yeah. Sort of how um, in Watchmen, oh, Doctor Manhattan pole. kind of sacrifices himself in a way, lives or, on the on or, Mars uh, <laughs> in order yeah. to prevent Russia, America, yeah, World War that's, Three. That's fair. Yeah. That is that is Setsuna or killing Rorschach. Yeah, that is Setsuna because he doesn't want to, but yeah. he has to to actually make the sacrifice that people have already suffered matter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But slightly off topic. The Pixels and Ink podcast is brought to you by Buns, your city network. Buns connects you to the people in your neighborhood to help find the things you need to fuel your real life. Swap things you already have to get items you need. You can also... I always mess it up. You can also find jobs that pay the bills, homes for rent, advice, and a place to talk about your city. Buns is available online at buns.com and your phones via Apple Store or the App Store and Google Play Store. Yeah, the Apple App Store, yeah. Yeah. And the Google Play Store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go Buns. Hooray Buns. Our, our corporate Woo! overlords. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I uh, are like community swapping overlords. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. know. I just I always I love when Chelsea starts talking about our. We have a intern in here, Chelsea, um, and she loves telling this story about like there was this lesbian couple and their like dirty business kind of spilled out onto the forums on spun or on spun on buns um yeah (laughs) yeah it was pretty uh pretty entertaining chelsea loves sharing that story oh i bet (laughs) (laughs) oh that was the ring and they wanted a motorcycle it was something really it was something weird like that and then she was uh like her ex commented on it saying something about her cheating and then she was like it was after the the, i talked to her i deleted her on tinder i can't remember what so this isn't a third party posting this stuff it's actually the girls yeah Yeah. 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 (laughs) oh that's insane buns is a weird place don't say that buns is an awesome i mean in fact you can find us your city network (laughs) buns connects you to the people in your neighborhood Our corporate overlords. We're getting kicked off that network pretty soon, I think. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. Actually, I do use Buns all the time. Yeah, Buns is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. actually, actually, This isn't us shilling the the network. I'm downloading Buns Buns right now. (laughs) (laughs) I am on the Buns selling things. I mean, (laughs) trading them. Getting the stuff that pays the bills. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's actually pretty neat. Um, So I guess you guys, guys play anything. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, that's what we do now. There's two sections of this podcast <laughs> that we had to take out. <laughs> uh, lately with me, uh, I went to a convention called GTA Game X, and over there I bought a little gem that I've always wanted called uh, Skies of Arcadia Legends oh, for GameCube. Game. Yeah, you told me Dreamcast, about that. But I owned it on the Dreamcast, and I'm like, this game's neat. And then I played like four hours of it. You're a sky pirate. pirate. <laughs> it's awesome. It is awesome I in cons. I, I couldn't get into it. Now, Poyo Poyo on the Dreamcast, I was all about that. <laughs> That's my Don't jam. get me started on Choo Choo Rocket. <laughs> I actually didn't like Choo Choo Rocket. Choo Rocket is <laughs> the second most stressful game I've ever played behind, like, Pikmin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. But yeah, uh, just a classic RPG and such. Um, I thought it was going to be a little bit more, like, in terms of scale and stuff. But Dep- No, it was an RPG from yeah. time period. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's a very good example of an RPG from that time period. Yeah. Actually. What was that game? Um, the Valkyrie game from Square, at, like PS One days. Uh, Valkyrie Profile. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, okay. Valkyrie Profile's fun. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Keep that, nothing to, that was a non sequitur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, PlayStation One, I I finally got my copy of Xeno Gears. Oh, nice. So okay. I'm replaying that. Uh, and for PlayStation Four, just. I've actually been uh, going back to Dragon Ball Z, Xenoverse 2, uh, just for the Goku Black and mm. uh, Future Zamasu stuff, which is very weird because uh, Sean Shemmel, if you don't know, the voice of Goku, took a very different approach with the character in Twice. Like, Goku Black sounds like an edgelord. He sounds like a Reaper from Overwatch. But then when he goes into his next form, Super Saiyan Rose, it is so stupid. He turns British. he's like oh is this a pretty color is is this what you expected from me meanwhile in his base state he's just like i'm gonna kill you yeah that's my one of my favorite things about the pre like modern era of gaming which is like ps3 
360 era to now um is just the horrible horrible translation jobs in games yeah just because it's just like okay well we don't want to like pay people in the states so we'll find like a guy who might be able to speak english (laughs) here and they don't have any idea what the content really is so just just read these lines as they are yeah good stuff (laughs) yeah that's about all i'm doing though what about you cody um okay so i am reviewing the review isn't up yet you can probably expect it around Wednesday next week. Could this possibly be arms? No, I'm not reviewing. Oh arms. well, rip. That wasn't me. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm reviewing Victor Vran. Ooh, the Overkill edition. Um, and I took it on mostly just because the name is Overkill edition. Like how? <laughs> how is it? So Victor Vran. Um, I believe it's like a pretty, pretty like re- well respected franchise. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's sort of like a Diablo-esque type game um, where he plays. I I honestly don't know what Victor Vran is. He's kind of like mm-hmm. a Van Helsing type uh, okay. kind of character. So I haven't played the base game yet because packed in with the Overkill Edition is uh, the Motorhead DLC. Okay. <laughs> so um, in this, you play a game that is uh, sort of based around Lemmy. Yeah. Um, where uh, he's sort of like the leader of a revolution. Um, and, and it's essentially this is you live in this like weird kind of like post-apocalyptic London where um, some Fuhrer who is very, very similar to Hitler has mm. like taken over and just completely leveled the city. Um, and the, there's like this guardian thing of the city that kind of just stopped working. Mm. And Does it now look like there's the motorhead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. exactly that. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, that stopped working, so now there's demons. On is that bad? Because Motorhead kind of looked like kind of a demon thing. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so there's these demons and hellhounds and all this stuff, and you know, Lemmy thought the only person who can save uh, London now is Victor Brand. Well, I mean, so, he is the legendary hero. Yeah. Of course. Um, so you 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 fight these demons, and every once in a while, you pick up these like transcriptions of like things that Lemmy said mm-hmm. <laughs> um, about like politics which is <laughs> just hilarious <laughs> like it's actually great like how you shouldn't trust politicians and things like that was um, did he actually these actual quotes of him th- not word for word but yeah there's like it's like Lemmy said oh so it's yeah. not like his character in the game it's like real life Lemmy said these things well I don't know I, they, I don't know <laughs> I don't know joke. what he says on his personal time but it's one of those like you know, it's like a quote about politics, and then it was like, "This is what Lemmy said," kind of thing. Um, Go Lemmy! It's and and all the time while you're killing these demons, uh, there's Motorhead playing in the background. And okay, as a now, fan of Motorhead, yeah. I enjoy it. It is easily in the top ten stupidest games I've ever played in my entire life, but <laughs> it's also why I love it. <laughs> um, it's it's just a weird, weird thing that I'm mm. so happy it exists. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You playing anything? Uh, I got closer to the end of Prey. Ooh. Did you Did you get there by like jumping over walls? No, I, I, I really want <laughs> oh, to. actually played the game. Yeah, actually, <laughs> um, to be fair, I'm basically, like, what I do in the game is I go around the world, find all the plants, and just put them into recycling, and then turn them into things. <laughs> and now I've, like, made myself a weird alien creature thing that I can, like... <clears throat> there's a thing called a nightmare in the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're like, just run! You can't beat it! 
then I, like, I put all these things into alien, like, powers, and then I'm just, like, shooting things at it. I'm like, I killed him, like, four shots. I'm like, really? All right. Do you ever become so alien that you can control them? You have mind powers later that you can actually, like, start controlling humans and stuff. Oh, I see. So you can get pretty weird. Yeah. I'm not that weird yet. I can. I don't think I have the morph power unless you turn into objects. Do not have that yet. <laughs> I've seen the stupidity of that. Yeah. Uh, I just basically made myself into a walking tank. Yeah. And because it, weirdly enough in the world, I seem to have gotten a lot of the really rare resources, but nothing of, like, the regular resources. So I have all this weird, like, exotic material. But almost nothing of like metal and plastic. Yeah. So I can build lots of like those psi mod things that get that you recharge your psi powers. Mm-hmm. So I've been using psi powers because it's actually cheaper for me to do that than it is to make bullets. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been just going around the world, just shooting everyone with psi powers, and I kill like a, a like a normal monster in about three hits. Okay. So I was like <laughs> dead. So that's neat. Yeah, Prey always seemed pretty average to me, so it, it was nothing big on my radar. It's it's a neat concept. Now, although I've seen a spoiler from the end of the game, I'm like, oh, really? Really? Well, I, I remember it? we watched the speed run. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the game, for me, just, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about it at all. Yeah. I di- it's a neat direction, but it feels like a cheat. Mm-hmm. I don't like, it was all a dream endings, and that's kind of what this goes to. Uh, so I'm not. I, I saw that. I'm like, oh, I don't really want to finish the game. <laughs> it doesn't seem like these choices matter. Uh, but it, it's it's a neat concept. I think uh, the people at Arcane. I think it's Arcane Austin. I believe so. It's not Arcane yeah, France. Yeah. Which did the other ones? They did the Dishonored games. This is okay. this is somewhere Arcane in the states. Uh, so it doesn't it doesn't quite have the same level as the Dishonored games for me. Of polish, or uh, yeah, <laughs> polish is rough. Uh, they finally, I didn't have it. I haven't had a chance to try it with the PS4 Pro patch, so um, I, I haven't tried that stuff. Apparently, it has a lot of neat new features for the game. That if you have a pro system, you actually can take advantage of all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Because apparently, that just wasn't in there before. <laughs> That's great. Well, it's it's neat. It actually is a solid game. I mean, for me, it's a game that you'd buy when it's on sale. Yeah. It's one of those games like, yeah, that's neat. I don't need to pay $80 for that game, but if it comes down to 30 buy it. Oh, what else? I was doing something else. Um, that's it. That might be it. I mean, I have a lot of stuff I can't talk about because of E3 embargoes and stuff like that. Yeah, same. So, you know, we'll soon find out more. Then our special E3 podcast. Nope, That'll can't be... talk about it then. <laughs> <laughs> well. But we'll have predictions for you. Yeah, we'll have predictions (laughs) next week. Well, predictions, we just can't talk. We can't talk about certain things. Yeah. We'll have predictions next week. And uh, as always, we'll have our... We'll try our best to do our nightly podcasts for each day, which is both exhausting and... I don't know. It's not, it won't be that bad. Last year we had like gentle rumblings in the background all the time because no, we were no, above a club. We had the best music ever. <laughs> we were above a. Okay, the Airbnb said we were in a quiet part of LA, and oh, then don't have to be too quiet, eh? We were above a bar. Oh god, that turned into a club <laughs> at night, and it was literally uh, the be- my favorite was the '90s night. But didn't they, it was a '90s dubstep night, wasn't it? It was, no, it was like it was like Destiny's Child and stuff like that. So if you listen closely in our E3 podcast, 
uh, a lot of them are just me and Jed with like soft music playing in the background. You'll, you can hear like we didn't put the music in. You can, yeah, it wasn't us. You can hear the rumblings and possibly the um, the like cutlery shaking in the house. <laughs> Uh, that was it. It really did rumble. Yeah, it, it was, was amazing. It was weird because you're there for a week and you just get used to it. Like till like three in the morning, this yeah. club just, <laughs> and then like you go home and it's just quiet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't sleep. I need I need Destiny's Child just blasting through the floor. It's, it's like I can't sleep anymore unless my neighbors are having a fight across the street. Like I go to sleep to that yeah. beautiful stuff. Yeah, it's uh. It's gonna be fun, so keep an ear out for those. Yeah, we will have a we will have the predictions podcast next week, yep. which we won't spoil anything we already know, but we can work around that. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Well, we'll just predict things, and oh, this thing I predicted happened. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way of knowing that I knew this. <laughs> no, we'll just, we'll just won't talk about the things we know. That's all we'll do. Yeah. So we'll we'll, have, we'll probably put like also we, we don't we don't know what's going on. At the, Sony press conference, the Xbox press conference, the Ubisoft press conference. I literally just got invited to the Ubisoft press conference today. Yeah, so so I, I, we don't know what's um, going on there. Yeah. We know that there's not going to be Aisha Tyler. Which but is it, good. Mind her, she was fine. <laughs> I do have a story about it. I think it's going to be a little more cringy this year with the yeah. devs just yeah. trying. No, I have a story about her. I, so I was at E3 on the show floor, and we, I was in uh, t- waiting to talk to someone at Activision. Mm-hmm. And Aisha Tyler go, walks up to the exhibition booth. She's like, "Do you know who I am?" And they're like, "That's fine. We still have no one we can talk to." She's like, "Well, I'm here now." And they're like, "That that's great. We still have no one we can talk to." She's like, "Well, fine." And then she just like storms off. I'm like, "Hey, yeah, I have an appointment." Like, "Oh yeah, no problem. Come in." <laughs> Is she the like Ubisoft one? Yeah, yeah. She's God. the vo- voice of. Um, Isn't it the talk or the voice? No, she's the, in one of those. She's in no. Um, she's. Um, Archer. She well, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't know she was an Archer. She's the, like... Um, What's Lana? Lana. She's Lana and Archer. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was going to say, though, like, I I don't want to, like, talk smack about her because I'm sure she's a very nice lady. But She's fine. Yeah. That, she's an actual gamer. I cannot stand her in those Ubisoft no, it's press really conferences. Bad. It's really bad. And it's like... I started to think it was just me because I'm like, they keep bringing her back. They, they, there has to be a reason for it. Like, maybe people enjoy it. Maybe I'm just being cynical, but... Well, you are, but no. <laughs> but yeah, so we will have those podcasts happening yeah. all throughout E3 week. I'm excited. Are you excited? I will, uh, well, I'm really tired. <laughs> I mean, I really love sleep. Uh, and I won't be sleeping. So that makes me sad. But, but you're going to be in L.A. Woo! I was there last week. Like, <laughs> well, okay. I was literally there. Did I talk about Destiny yet? Yeah, you talked okay. about Destiny. Yeah, I was there last week. <laughs> well, with that, thanks for listening, everyone. For more content like this, don't forget to check out cgmagonline.com. You can check out Cole's reviews for... For tech and other yeah, games. Tech and other game <laughs> review. You did Portal I did Portal Knights. Yeah. I do our oh, routers. You didn't, say, you didn't talk about how it was Portal Knights. It was fine. Portal Knights is okay. Mm. Uh, definitely better than Trove, <laughs> but it, it's still lacking depth. Okay. That, that's the problem I have with these Minecraft RPGs is that they're just, they lack the next step. Mm, that's too bad. Well, you can check out my interview with Ed Boon. 
Yeah. Um, Ooh, yeah Justice 2, that's fun. I got to talk to Ed Boone for a hot second because he was busy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's four questions up there that I got to ask him. Um, you can check that out. And is there anything I'm missing? Not, but okay. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash magazine. You can follow us uh, if you'd like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. That would be super appreciated. Uh, at CG, Ma- CG Magazine. And you can follow us on Twitter at CG Mag Online. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody underscore Orm. Brendan? BeatFry26. And Cole? Hey, you can just check out CG Mag Online for my reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Cole's not into this whole Twitter fad. I'm not into the social media <laughs> thing the, yet. The whole Twitter fad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fad. It'll go yeah, away. It's going to go away. This whole internet fad. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye.